Okay, uh, hi Max, welcome back to Airhex FM. So the last time, do you remember when you were a guest here? Oh, it's a long time ago. Well, like six months, I think. Yeah, exactly. Hi. So it's yeah. not that this was May this year. <laughs> and uh, and uh, just, yeah, I see you right now, but a second factor authentication. You still remember, yeah. what, is, what was your first computer? Oh, first, uh, Commodore 64. Oh, perfect. So you are Max now. Uh, now we can talk. Okay. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you were really excited the entire time about command line interface in Java. And already the last time you mentioned JBank. Yes. And, and what I... Um, what I experimented with, or actually I'm using it a lot, is, you know, the, um, I don't even know how it's called, the Java possibility to run uh, Java as a shell script. Um, yes. And uh, it is the JEP 330. And yep. um, and it was good enough. And you pinged me on Twitter and said, okay, now we have to talk about JBank. So um, I <laughs> yeah. took a look at the JBank, and what I noticed is you spent a huge amount of time, seems to me, uh, already for the documentation and the entire entire ecosystem, so it's not like a you know a, a hello world project. It is a serious serious thing. So yeah, it's grown quite Yeah, yeah. The first question is why you started with JBank. <laughs> well, the the original story was I I came back uh, I was away for a year uh, doing nothing, oh nothing work related, and uh, got back and worked on Quarkus, and I was kind of. The last couple of years I've been doing Go and Python mainly, and not so much Java. And I was feeling rusty, and uh, I wanted some—I just wanted some little project I could do to kind of refresh, like Java eight, nine, ten. Um, and uh, and then I saw in Quarkus we had—I was trying to learn, figure out how Quarkus was released and built. And I saw all these K scripts; these are Kotlin scripts that uh, was lying around. And I I looked at them and go like, "What? Why are they here? Why are we adding another?" Mm -hmm. language not a runtime and and makes it hard for me to to participate basically and i said well let me let's see what it is and i found this thing called kscript and i'm like this that's a nice idea but this looks just like well the stuff we were using was just like java 8 or 9 kind of code mm -hmm. and i was like let me just try and port this to java and see what happens so that was actually last christmas Mm -hmm. And like a few days in, I realized, oh, this is actually useful for the scripting. I was like, hey, now I can do this. The name JBank comes from the yeah, the JEP 330. You can add the the pound uh, explanation part in the in the beginning to tell like Linux shells that they are scripts. Mm -hmm. So that was the start of like just hey, let's just um, uh, try that. And I I, I tried JEP 330, but the problem with JEP 330, it's it's purely it gives only access. It's a single file, mm -hmm. and gives only access to um, uh, your, your JDK classes, which is which is great, but no dependency. So you can't go and get like a uh, a library to do, uh, let's say, uh, a library for GitHub APIs or uh, kubectl or something. Um, so I just wanted to to get it done. So by um, by doing okay. that, I had so it the major diff yeah. difference between JEP 330, which is called Launch Single File Source Code Programs, this is the name yeah. of the JEP, is uh, how this works is the first line is user bin Java minus minus source, and then you can specify your source, in my case was 11. But the problem yeah. with it is uh, I cannot specify any dependencies. So I, I have actually put everything in one file without external yeah. dependencies, which is yeah. not good enough, you know, to build Quarkus, right? Yeah, not, not, not Quarkus, no. And, and uh, also... The problem is that that line on the top, I don't think there's any ID. Maybe I think IntelliJ recently added it, mm -hmm. but uh, they, it breaks. Uh, it's not part of the Java language spec. Mm -hmm. It's it's a Java feature, Java mm -hmm. actually, like the Java command feature. Um, so it breaks those. And also, you have to have Java, let's say, 10 or 11. Yeah. And most was Java 8. So with JBang, I realized by just uh, flipping the problem on the, its head, I, I, I could build a tool that does the same thing as JIP 330. Mm -hmm. But way more powerful and can replace, yeah, well, replace a lot of like if I, I went. There's a lot of Maven products out there or Gradle products that are just like a ton of Maven Gradle uh, code and two or three Java classes, and mm -hmm. it's just very. I feel very complicated compared to what they do, and I we could with JBang, it's just like literally one or two files, and it's self-contained and mm -hmm. and and works for any version since Java eight. 
Yeah, exactly. I have uh, ten right. some, at least 10 such projects on my machine. Um, so yeah. <laughs> how they usually look like is I have uh, a script which creates you know, a Maven project because the uh, Java Maven archetype is terrible. for the, It was not you know updated for years, so it was like comes yeah. with JDK 1.5 or whatever. So yeah. I have something similar, which is a main method. Then I use uh, two Maven plugins, which um, uh, I think is called Maven Assembly, which just you know collects all the dependencies and creates a fetch jar. And yeah. I have specified the executable, and then I create a small shell script which executes that, and everything is copied to my path. And then I have something yeah. what JBank does. But uh, you are right. So yeah. I, I actually automated the entire process. So I have something like you know uh, um, my my bank, but uh, yeah. it's, uh, it is <laughs> it is but, uh, a little bit over engineered, right? The, the ratio between plumbing and the three classes is huge. Yeah, that that, well, that was the thing when I, I started this. I, I didn't. I didn't actually meant to go this way, but suddenly it was like, man, this this solve all these problems. And I realized that we kind of in Java we just got used to this over let's call over engineering or yeah. a lot of explicit files. And I was like, no, let me just see how far I can go. And that was so. First one was the scripting, and then I realized, hey, I can actually run uh, diff like make it easy to run Java apps, any kind of thing. So. One of the things I did early on was, hey, let me build a Java JavaFX app. And I know JavaFX is not the hottest, coolest thing, but it's like if you could do that, you can basically run anything. By the um, way, Max, uh, yeah? I think uh, JavaFX could come back. You know why? Because of uh, Gluon, the Graal VM, and the portable thing? or Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but uh, what, what is actually the killer feature of JavaFX now? Well, now I guess it's the, well, it looks nicer, but the, 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 the portable thing, like uh, with the, you can build one, you know, well, you can build on uh, you writing Java and you can run it on basically all three desktops and the two major phone phone apps. Exactly. Right. So I, I would so, say uh, right now with the Grand VM and, and a little bit with JBank, of course, you could actually yeah. build Java fix to a native image and run it on iOS and Android and, sh and submit it yes, to the store. That, that's... This is so a good feature because th there is no yeah. alternative. You could use uh, Flutter, learn Flutter, or use something different. Yeah. But I think yeah. this is the opportunity now where JavaFX could actually come back. Yeah, and I, like there was when I looked at it. The, so I actually I try I've gone so far as I could that the, in JBank now, if you have a uh, you can write a JavaFX app in 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 a single uh, file or, or more mm -hmm. and package the resources and it, it works. Um, I even have a, a little side conversation on how we can actually make J, uh, JavaFX work with Corpus so we can get all that stuff in there. Mm -hmm. But right now the problem is just two things is JavaFX is so dependent on JPMS, the Java module mm -hmm. system. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but they 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 went for a choice of it's literally impossible to do JavaFX and the Gluon stuff without their custom logic that is currently now buried inside a Maven plugin. Okay. And I I kinda well, it's on my list of once I have time, I'll go look because I really want that thing to be available without having to rely on the whole Maven uh, mm -hmm. stuff. Not because Maven is bad, but yeah, it yeah. just limits the opportunities. For yeah, I, actually, what I would have really uh, appreciated at Quir if Quercus came out, that uh, there's just like a thin wrapper around Maven. It has, uh, has come with own API, but the entire build is not actually Maven dependent. This is at least what I what I saw. Yes, so yeah. this, this is the thing. The, the next, the one of the things uh, which happened, I can't remember if that happens when we talked or just working on it. Um, but uh, suddenly, when I got enough pieces in in JBang in place, suddenly I realized, hey, I can hook into uh, Quarkus build system, or rather, what happens is Quarkus hooks into JBang's build system. Mm -hmm. So when you uh, write a JBang script and you have a Quarkus dependency on the uh, on the class path, uh, in Quarkus core, there's a little hook that says, hey, JBang, if you're building with me, please call me, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what it does. So JBang is not depending on Quarkus. But uh, when you have a Quarkus app, uh, there's in JBang, I have this very, very stupid, simple API that says, hey, if any dependency wants to participate, um, here is the jar I'm currently building, mm -hmm. um, or, or directory with classes in it. And then Quarkus just goes and treats it as if it was a Maven or Gradle project. Okay. And it doesn't, does its thing. And that's, that enables a whole slew of things that, that we can do. Native, I can use Quarkus to do its native builds. Um, I can use Quarkus for these, like uh, deployment to Kubernetes or OpenShift or something else. Okay. Um, without having uh, 
uh, Maven or Gradle uh, near. So okay. again, that means that you can, you can, uh, as I started in the early years, like once, one single script, I can now build uh, a, let's well, not call it full app, but a, an app that is like a microservice that is a, a full blown Quarkus app can do anything a Quarkus app can do without any Maven Gradle, uh, let's call it overhead okay. uh, in there, right? So now I'm starting to consider, you know, to refactor my over-engineered cargo culted scripts to JBank <laughs> because now it's a, I see more and more, uh, advantages so before i would say okay it is not convenient you know the jab th th uh, 330 but uh i mean uh but yeah. but it works but now it comes more and more you know f interesting parts so back to jbank what you actually did so what was the very first feature how you started with it and and what you did the christmas you know so uh because why you are better than java is <laughs> well uh what i'm saying i'm um the title you think about the title I've done on the talks. What I'm saying, I'm better than Java the executable. I'm not better yeah, than yeah. Java itself. Yeah, yeah. No, but that is yeah. so. The, the the two things here is that um, what I I'll say what I started with. I wanted to write GitHub actions, okay, with in Java, and GitHub has this very nice infrastructure and uh, ecosystem that currently is very much Node.js JavaScript based, mm -hmm. which is nice. I just I just find it annoying that it's JavaScript script because um, yeah. there's a lot of stuff I can't do. Like a debugger is hard to to do right in there. Um, so I wanted to get there. Uh, so that was actually my first goal. So I have JBang. And the, the uh, on that note, we are all modern Java developers and we don't like, you know, to play with legacy JavaScript, right? Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that <is> true. Um, <laughs> the, the, so uh, one of the first thing I did was I made the JBang stuff, uh, the, the script, the single script thing. And then I go like, oh, I can just make a doc container and a GitHub action. And a GitHub action basically is a doc container. So I, now the first kind of apps I wrote in JBang was small um, GitHub actions that go like when an issue of gets open in um, in uh, Quarkus, mm -hmm. it actually behind the scene calls a, a JBang script to like add labels and uh, add a few comments, et cetera, on it. Um, and I actually ultimately I wanted to build a JBang, uh, not a JBang. Uh, a GitHub bot, um, but that one is still, I, I, I can, we have all the features for it to do it now. I just haven't done it. Uh, but so basically it was, I wanted to be, be able to script my GitHub actions. That was but the ne next thing. Christmas is around the corner, you know? So yes, and I have a three week holiday. So we'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, but I, from, from there, um, it became, uh, what's it, what, what do you call it? Um, uh, I realized that hey, suddenly this is not just e e fun for me to write, write uh, you know GitHub action script, but the fact that I could actually this was a much lower entry to Java. Uh, like um, I was looking at, at how how does no, how do you start with Node.js or Python or or um, or Go? You it's fairly easy compared to Java to get started. Like you don't have to install like Go has its own built-in system built in. Python, you just run Python on it. There's no separate compile step. Um, uh, but with Java, we had this like just a compiler and that's the run. And when you run a jar, it's different than when you run a class. And if you run a project, it's like there's just all these differentiations. And I realized, you know, Java has evolved for 25 years. We have all the bits and pieces. We have all the conventions. Why not just build a tool that relies on that? And that's what JBang does. So now I can with JBang. Uh, I can run a single Java file. I can run a jar. I can run, um, uh, instead of just having jars on the file system, I can refer to a URL. So I can just go like JBang, this URL. And that could be a source file or it can be a Java, a uh -huh. Java file. It could be a, a GIST. It could be a GitHub. It could be a GitLab. It could be a big bucket. And uh, it could be a GAV, like a Maven coordinate. Mm -hmm. So I can literally, so even if, so JBang, the scripting is one thing, but I could even drop the scripting and JBang has the, the ability to basically any product you build with any way you built uh, uh, Java app, whether it's made on Gradle, I can make runnable on any platform in in a single line of like, of execution. Like okay. uh, we, have a, we have a curl command you can install with. Um, plus, I think you have like 13 different ways of installing. It's the same bits you install, but like with brew, SK man, uh, yum, the whole chocolate whole from Windows yeah. and yeah. yeah and scoop and the whole 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 shebang basically. 
Um, and and then we've, we've done other, I've done other things that... So One question. Right... I would like just yeah. to interrupt you to, to get sure. better understanding. Um, so uh, one functionality, so like scripting. So uh, what you did exactly with the scripting? Because uh, yeah. what you had to do is somehow to invoke Java behind the scenes. So there's no way around. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you've, so wrote, you've wrote like a wrapper around the tooling, right? So you've wrote a script. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's literally, there, there's two parts. There is the JBank jar, which is the one, it is a very, on its core, it's very stupid. Uh, it mm -hmm. basically just says, given the input, let me create uh, the Java run command to run this, mm -hmm. right? Um, and if that Java command needs a Java C to be run before, like if it's a .java file, then we will do that too. Um, so it's literally just, it, it, what it does behind the scenes, it, it will kick off a build, uh, uh, kick off build, kick off a Java C compile um, of the source code if it's necessary, mm -hmm. and then it will just run it. And the way it does it is it doesn't run, JBang itself doesn't run the process. Mm -hmm. It generates the command line to run it. Okay. So that means um, uh, what we actually do is the JBang jar literally just outputs a command, mm -hmm. which then a shell script will execute. Ah. So that's the other part. This is the, so the shell script is, uh, there's two, there's one for, uh, three actually, there's one for um, uh, shell. So that's like on Mac, Linux, and Windows subshell. Linux subsystem. Mm -hmm. It's just a, a shell script. And then uh, uh, there's for command, like a CMD for mm -hmm. Windows okay. and a PS PowerShell one for Windows. Okay. Um, and so, uh, what they so do the, is just, they call JBang. To oh, summarize, yeah. JBang jar. So this is like a bootstrap mechanism. You rely that Java already exists on the machine. Then uh, you parse, I think you parse your, you know, secret line. Right. So yeah, I, I, I it's, not, it's not even uh, parse is a is a hard, is a very read. It's in a just, substring. You substring. You substring. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a regular expression. You just go find every comment that starts with this pattern, then I take that yeah. out. Which is good because then I can actually, I can, um, I can parse stuff that it doesn't compile. So I can still get all the dependencies. Okay. And do the build and then get the. So you yeah. parse the the J J J J bank line. So and then yeah. um, if necessary, if necessary, you recognize the source project or not. So you will uh, run the compiler from the install JDK where Java Home is is just a uh, normal yep. thing, and then uh, depending on the build, there's a little, a little like a almost like um, OpenShift build, right? So so depending on which uh, type of build this is something else happens behind the scenes a little bit, sure. a, a sure. little bit sure. just. Sure. Sure. And yeah. um, then you're generating different uh, shell scripts depending on the platform. So it's the first step, right? Yes. And yeah, and that, that's the, I, I fetch the dependencies. I, I use a library. I, I don't use two, but I end up uh, using shrink, shrink wrap from. Uh, oh, from very good. The, 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 uh, um, mm -hmm. And um, and that means I can resolve all these things, uh, which is nice. Ah, this and is then great. I just, uh, what shrink wrap is, you can just, you know, it's just like Maven, uh, sorry, Java API to what I know, Maven. So yeah. the Maven, I use Maven Resolver usually, right? But it probably yes. can do everything. And it creates jars, wars, whatever on the fly. Yeah, so I don't use the jar stuff. because I probably could, but I, I started with, e uh, KScript uses Ether, like the raw, more or less raw Maven API. But it has, it's, it's, it's just clunky. Mm -hmm. um, Grab made it like, Beautifully simple, <laughs> so that's why I went with it. Um, but but it's a very small thing. It just goes through. I resolve these dependencies, the lines, which can be GAVs or do you know Jitpack, like uh, the no. tool that the so Jitpack IO is an amazing thing. So it, what it does is you can take any GitHub GitHub um, URL, mm -hmm. and it, if there's a palm XML in the root mm -hmm. or even anything uh, that looks like a Maven product, it will turn it into um, uh, a Maven dependency, so ah. it will run the builds and it will host it as a Maven repository. So you can you can add Jitpack IO to your Maven Gradle product, and then you can depend on, let's say, a, the latest build of a shar oh. in a Git uh, Git uh, thing, right? Which is nice. But in in JBang, we made it so you can actually depend on the the URL, the GitHub URL. And then hey, behind the scenes, we'll do the JPEG stuff. I will so, immediately delete it from, from the podcast because if the project hear it, I will see it all over the place. Now we're deleting dependencies, and then I will have to delete on-the-fly source dependencies, you know, from the project. Yes, yes. How do so, you, know, you know which part, which type of build is it? Whether it's a JPEG build or source build or whatever? Well, it's, again, stupid as simple. If the file ends in .java, I treat it as a Java source, mm -hmm. and then we start passing it. 
And then if it's a jar, it's a jar. I also, if it's JSH, I treat it as a Java shell. Okay. So, uh, which I, the nice thing is with JBang, you can literally, like one thing I heard uh, people complain about Java, uh, when people say, hey, you can run just the main method, you can do everything. Yeah, we have to put like class and main and static word or whatever. But with JShell, you don't have to do anything of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I treat them. So for JShell, for example, um, uh, they had they have two features in, they're missing three big features in JShell. One, uh, they can't be debugged, which is really annoying, but let's mm-hmm. just ignore that for two things. But they don't have arguments and they don't have system properties. So you can't, okay. you can't tell JShell some input. Mm-hmm. Um, so I fixed that. So JBang actually will treat, take its command line arguments and uh, when you, I take your source for JShell, I'll prefix it with, hey, here's the arguments that are being passed into you. Mm-hmm. So now you can use JShell as a scripting thing. Mm-hmm. And with the Java, I, when you scan through the, the different ones, like the slash slash uh, depths, if any of those depths are a GitHub URL, I will automatically behind the scenes add Jetpack IO as a name repository. Mm-hmm. And then turn that into the right Jetpack uh, coordinates. Mm-hmm. Um, so it becomes like you know in Go you can have you can depend on source. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? GitHub co- not GitHub coordinates, but you, there's this pattern. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, so the great thing is I just I'm, I made that available for Java that you can depend on GitHub uh, locations. And then and, and then it's just. Yeah, if it's a if it's a GAV, I assume this is a a, a runnable jar, and mm-hmm. I I put that on on, on build the class path. And it's in the beginning, I thought this would be very there'll be very a lot of edge cases and stuff, but it's it turned out that it's fairly it's fairly possible to just have it have some basic rules in place, and then you mm-hmm. can cover almost any way of run running as far as I can get. And um, um, so, so the first feature is like you know the uh, descriptor. And the second yep. feature is something similar to Maven wrapper almost, right? But Maven wrapper is just for Maven, and you have like a wrapper for others. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the on other the note things... on Maven wrapper, so there is a hack yeah. in Maven wrapper. If Java is not installed, you can package with Maven wrapper JDK itself. Yeah. So uh, what we've done in in JBang was, yeah. or this was Taco uh, who 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 did this. Um, he we now if you don't have Java installed, yeah, or you have a command line that says uh, you can add slash slash Java 14 plus, for example. You say, mm-hmm. I need this to be 14 above. Mm-hmm. We will check if the Java, if Java is not there or Java doesn't match that that uh, specification, we will download it for dot, uh, dot, uh, oh, uh, okay. dot mm-hmm. So, So we had that like, I don't know, fairly early on, we can get, get the Java one. I'm going like, oh, this is actually cool. But then the problem is I now have to also tell people they still have to install JBank. So the next thing we did was um, add this curl script. So you can run it, you can install it on any Windows, Linux, OS X, or Raspberry Pi, or mm-hmm. Docker container mm-hmm. in a single line. And if, if you have Java, it will use it. If you don't, it'll get it for you. And uh, I'm actually, right now, the previewing uh, command where uh, it can also, uh, you can install the, uh, let me back up. So th- th- that feature means I can in one line. I uh, we have a Quarkus CLI. It's um, and that one uh, isn't pop- well. We haven't uh, made much publicity about it yet. But you can run uh, the Quarkus CLI with JBang mm-hmm. on a machine that has nothing, no Java installed, mm-hmm. and you will be having a Quarkus product that you can build and run within minutes or seconds. Um, so it would be good for your students or whatever. Just yeah. hey, run this line, and off your. The only thing you need is an editor, mm-hmm. and um, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that, that means that we, with JBang, uh, I claim uh, Java is now the easiest development environment to set up. Like if you compare it to Python or Node or that kind of thing, because you can, you know, many people that use Python or Node, they don't have any complicated editor. They just they run the the, the script and use VI Emacs or Notepad or whatever to, mm-hmm. to edit the source, and with JBang you have the same thing with Java, mm-hmm. but it doesn't require the layers of tooling that uh, Java, uh, uh, Python, and Ruby and Node does. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you have to run NVM or that kind of thing. With JBang that's not necessary. I'm just uh, thinking uh, about more what you can do with it because it seems like to me right now is that with the JBang, I could pretend that I'm actually an executable script 
and uh, yes. on the first call it will lazily load whatever necessary it is going to be slow because it has to download everything but then it is yep. there right so this yes. is so i could actually use it on my bare metal linux machine my linux server first this was the first idea to yep. automate you know the installation process because i have lots of java stuff so now i do it manually and i could actually yep. use it that way right yeah uh, so i uh, i should i think i i need to make sure it's actually documented but with the curl script uh, sorry in the .java file mm -hmm. at the header, header, it by default says, in the current environment, run JBang. So mm -hmm. you have to have JBang in mm -hmm. But you can change that line to be uh, run it, it will automatically go and get the, the, the thing for you and bootstrap Java, and then you have access to the whole thing. So yeah, you, you can make, you can literally distribute a single .java file to users and have a full Java app. So, it, so someone saw this and they called it like the, the Java launch for the 2020s, like yeah. JLNP, whatever. Yeah. What's <laughs> funny is this was one yeah. of my first projects ever I created with Java. I created a small bootstrap with our own class loader, which was able to download everything from a remote location with caching. And um, so it CLIs, you know, the, created a small repository with all the classes in binary format. So um, I had something like service workers for Java, I would say right now. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, okay. So, I, so and, um, and you are working full time on it? No, well, full time in my spare time. Let's call it. Ah, that. okay. Uh, I the, the the first six months of the year, seven months of the year, it was, just, it was just literally just my let's call it the Corona entertainment, and yep. when I didn't have anything else to do, and just that that Corona, on it. and then it clicked for me with Stuart Douglas when he did a few changes to Quarkus, and then suddenly we can kind of build in. So you now it's more part of my official play of of doing things. Um, but it's mm -hmm. it's still a, a, a small thing of what I do, um, but it's the the you'll you'll add more Quarkus more more stuff of Quarkus will be shown with JBang not not as the only thing but because we want to make uh, Quarkus and even Java just easier to get access to for students or any anything yeah um, because it's the nice thing with JBang once you tried it this is the thing I've had so hard time to explain people is when you have this. There is no, there is like literally no barrier between you and trying something out, like an API. Mm -hmm. Like I with JBang, you just go JBang in it. You have a Java file. You go and look your library. Let's say um, what library? Uh, Money time for for Java. You just go and get to grab the 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 Gradle Maven coordinates. You paste it into the top of the file, and you copy the code from their example, and you run it. Like just like literally. There's no, I have to, oh, how do I do this in, in my IDE or my Maven or whatever? You just follow their docs and dependency in and off you go. And that, that's, 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 that was the one that really got me. Like, oh, I, I, since I've done JBank, I tried so many different APIs because I, I, it takes me, you know, five seconds to uh, five minutes um, to just try it out. And that, that's the, that's for me the, 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 that was in the beginning. That was the biggest uh, win for JBank. It was just I, I can try out Java libraries without any any setup, basically. Mm -hmm. What um, <clears throat> what I already have is, um, but had no time to open source that is like um, I created a years ago. I call it SPG, simple page generator, something like Jekyll or Hugo, but uh, with Naswan. And, oh, okay, yeah. And uh, obviously, NAS one is the out of uh, life, end of life, and uh, I say, okay, what, well, what? what to do now right and uh, i said okay the obvious would be you know to to to, to port it to the graal uh polyglot js features but i was yeah. curious about mutiny and quarkus and uh, so the first uh. version i created this with mutiny and uh and json p not b so i could as well okay. actually exactly the same api with javascript without javascript but the first quarkus was uh, Quarkus version was started before Quarkus was CLI ready. So I had the problem that it ran all the time sure. and I couldn't kill it. But now it's solved. Yeah, so yeah. I, the recent version I yeah. ported, it works beautifully. But uh, for yeah. that, it would be also interesting because um, we could actually extend such a project and have something like Jekyll or or a Hugo replacement with PuJava or 11T because the problem, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. I have a very specific need. So what I actually do is simple, but this is fine for me. I have like a static index page with some um, with um, some placeholders and a JSON which fills into the placeholders and this is basically it. And I already yeah. thought, uh, thought you know about uh, JPMS, but this will be a valid 
uh, a valid way to have plugins. So I could pr provide data sources, whatever, but then don't have use yeah. cases right now, but they could come. But with yeah. Jekyll, I could say, okay, as Jekyll, with uh, JBank, I could say, okay, um, instead of JPMS, I could use actually JBank and then load whatever Maven modules are like and provide uh, yeah. no plugin mechanism that way. And optionally, yeah. it could be even, you know, uh, statically compiled. And the problem, yeah. uh, I mean, compiled with GraalVM, that's what I meant. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. But uh, because there is a lot of complaints about performance of Jekyll and performance of the others, and I think we should compete yeah. with the Hugo performance, with Go, yeah. I would say, with oh, that. Yeah. So so you, the, there's a few things that uh, I haven't touched on yet. But, uh, so, yeah, the, the, the Quarkus CLI thing, right? So with Gbang, with this Quarkus integration, you can write Quarkus CLI plans Mm -hmm. That it's available as JBang mm -hmm. scripts or or jars, right? Uh, so that's one one thing. So that's all doable. But we have this um, thing about plugins. So um, the might you might add a full blown plugin system to JBang. It's it's I'm being I'm discussing it right now. But we have this notion called aliases. So now you say like JBang run JBang uh, max.java to run the max.java app. But uh, you can also say JBang alias add uh, ma uh max as max.java so i can i can have these shortcuts that refers to a java or a jar or anything that actually ends up being like plugins to jbang mm -hmm. so you could have like a jbang jbang jekyll and okay. a jbang page generator so and each of those would be their own little scripts so it's like the unix methodology of mm -hmm. every little thing does its own thing and each of those could be a pure Java file or a jar, or be compiled to native. Mm -hmm. And JBang hides all the like the six or seven different ways you have to build and launch it. Uh, it JBang kind of packages behind the scenes. But the source files or jars could implement an interface which comes with my main uh, program, and then I could look it up. Right, this could work because I would yes, need but... a kind of you know a kind of. API, because uh, what I actually interested in just have a JSON, so a hash map of hash maps, basically what I need, and these yes. plugins uh, would provide me this. So this is what I search for. You know, one would load from database, the other one, so flat files I already have. But this is uh, yeah. the, the whole point of the the, the, the static page yeah. generators. But the, but then the, but then you're running. So then then you're running it in like in memory, right? In, in process. Mm -hmm. right? Then then JBang, the only thing JBang is doing is just starting you. Then inside yeah. you, you'll have you're not using JBang anymore. You, then you might look into stuff like uh, like Larry, um, well, sort of product. That, but that what what you... what I could do is I could just you know add my this my plugins as Maven dependencies, regular Maven dependencies, and it will download them for for me, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah this is what I meant. Yes. This is good enough. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yes. I, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. No, you could. And the one thing I we don't have this yet. But we want to have it is that you could have like now you have a dependency on you have a your Depends in, in in JBank has to be a full jar like a um, a GAV, right? Yeah. Or maybe maybe not fact. But what I want what I want to do is also you can have dependency between JBank scripts. So basically, when mm -hmm. I instead of just step on a GAV, I can go dep on a URL or X Y X Y Z Java, and then uh, JBank will notice, oh, this is a JBank product. I'll just build that and make it a jar. I put it on the class path. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't that one we don't have yet, but it's all it fits into the whole uh, the whole uh, mechanism and so then, uh, wait a second uh with the script yeah. what is the idea so you will download the script and how you will interact with the script just uh, input output like unix or yeah, well so so your um what i'm talking about here is that uh, a script will instead of just instead of only referring to let's say uh, a gav for a json parser or whatever it can also have a dependency on another jbank script mm -hmm. So because mm -hmm. then yeah, and then what happens? Don't... So I have the dependency, and if I execute my script, then what? Then, then when then JBang passes it, it will go and get all the dependencies, including the scripts dependencies, and then ah, it will build those okay. and put them on right. Transitive so it, script dependencies, okay. Tra yes, transitive script dependencies. Yeah. Without having to publish it to a main repository or that kind of thing, it's all there's no extra step needed for yeah by the the provider of them. You can just use them as source code. Yeah, but I. Yeah, okay. And I, I could rely in my Java code because I know that uh, at build time, there will be another Java file. So I just rely on yes. JBank putting everything together. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for me, it is no difference, right? I could, yeah. the, the other scripts could inter implement interfaces which I rely on, and this would just work. 
Yeah. So, uh, okay. the, the, th so this the thing is a replacement of Maven. This actually a small replacement of Maven dependencies, right? So a little bit. So I mean. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, and it's uh, the the, the it, it is, and the the thing you'll be missing is when you open up an editor, it doesn't understand. It does no Maven dependency, so how can it get it? So JBang has this command called JBang edit, mm -hmm. and JBang edit looks at the script file, and it behind the scenes creates a Gradle slash Eclipse project mm -hmm. that will have all the it will turn all the dependencies that you have, whether it's source or jetpacks or gabs, mm -hmm. into jar uh, jars mm -hmm. that, that that build can uh, understand. Mm -hmm. That means you can. Um, Open IntelliJ, Emacs, VI, NetBeans, Eclipse, VS Code on it, and, and it works. And and that was that. That's the nice thing with with Daybank. It's like, yeah, you don't have to learn how to set up your IDE because we will you will set it up for you. Wait a second. Why it works? Because what you will do, you will resolve all the dependencies. What I get, you, you, you we will get yeah. the entire source code. But the IDE would oh, yeah, because you download everything to a source file, right? To the source folder. Uh, well, what what I what I'm thinking about doing is that the you have a single your code, yeah. which be one or more Java files, will be in a folder. Yeah. What I do is I I create a symbol I create that I create a, a temporary project that has a symbolic link to those those files. Okay. And it creates a Gradle file, and in that Gradle file I add dependencies, and those dependencies are Maven dependencies. Mm -hmm. But they are just Maven dependencies locally on my well. They are if they are remote, they are remote. But for the other scripts, other dependencies, I'll just make a jar and make them available as a, a Maven uh, a built like a locally built Maven dependency. Okay. And so then you trick the, the ID to use multiple multi-module Gradle projects, which are without remote repository, right? Yes, more or less. Yes, that's the that's the trick. So we need an IDE with Gradle support. Uh, yes, or just understanding Eclipse. The Eclipse, uh, which is which is any 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 mm -hmm. IDE that uses the language, uh, Java so language. So Visual Studio Code means Visual Studio Code, yeah. right? Visual oh, Studio Code, mm -hmm. Emacs, VI, those uh, those things. Okay. Um, uh, and by the way, the only reason why I did the Gradle one was because it was the syntax was shorter, and I was trying to learn a bit more about Gradle. Okay. Uh, technically, I could also generate a Maven product mm -hmm. um, behind the scenes, and it's probably what I'll need to do for our Quarkus story because the thing is. As much as I praise JBang, and I think you can do much more with the JBang approach, like you don't have to jump into Maven Gradle immediately. Um, but once you get to a certain size, and you have like a multi-module, a multi-more people, then I don't want JBang to. Mm -hmm. I don't, JBang is. I don't want JBang to become another build tool that has you know mm -hmm. a thousand plugins to 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 build an Android project or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to, uh, uh, I build it so that I I haven't done it yet, but I know we can do it. I'll just do like a JBank export. And then you JBank export this uh, ah, JBank to Maven or Gradle. Or this whatever. is called eject in the you know, React and other frameworks. You are eject. ejecting, ejecting, you know, to you're just throwing away JBank. So you have to call yeah. it eject. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay, eject. Yeah, I can call JBank eject. Uh, um, no, that, no, yeah. no, JBank, you have to call, you know, the action eject. So. So oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, <laughs> what, 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 um, just what you actually created is what this uh, reminds me really is like, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know whether you remember the very first OpenShift. It was completely different to now. And you were able to build microservice from Git repository. So it was like, yeah, yeah, uh, yes. this yes. was the very source to, not source to, source it, was to. The, it was like, it was the like, OpenShift 1. It had nothing to do with uh, with now OpenShift. It was without Docker even. This was like a completely different yeah, project. Yeah, very basic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but what you could do, you could point OpenShift back then uh, to uh, a Git repository and it built, created war, created everything behind the scenes and started a project. So with that, yes. I have exactly yeah. the same with Quarkus. So what I could do, I could create, you know, a Kubernetes, Docker, whatever project with only one reference to my Git repository on an every change, I will rebuild everything from scratch and have my microservice running. Yes, as, as long as that code is, uh, is giving compliant, let's call that. Uh, I would say I understand some of you saying, but I would say it's Jbang is more compatible to npm in um, yeah in Node.js, right? Where you can go npm you can go uh, npm install get dependencies and build it, uh, and 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 without you know uh, anything to to start with. And actually, that was what I was saying before is that 
the, the I'm actually right now reviewing a PR from, from Taco where he actually makes a JBang install command. Mm -hmm. So let's say you have your scripts and it can do whatever you want. Um, I, you, we now can do uh, JBang install that scripts and it will add it to the path of mm -hmm. your system. Mm -hmm. And then anywhere you want that command is now available to you and you don't know, you don't need to know it's running JBang. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's just a batch. It's a it's a shell script that that wraps uh, JBang. So now, just as you can do npm install Angular, npm install whatever, you can go JBang install Jekyll for Java, whatever, mm -hmm. um, and it will it will do it for you. So that means with JBang, you you have you are easy to start learning Java. You can run anything, you can build anything, and now you can package and distribute everything. Uh, with this JBang approach, so, but yeah, um, but what, what technically possible? What, what's technically possible <laughs> right now? You could actually treat Java programs or application as, let's say, static HTML pages. This is what I'm talking about. You know, if you, uh, yeah. this is the the craziest idea. This is the, exactly the opposite of immutable infrastructure. I would say this would be mutable Completely. infrastructure. So, uh, yes. or, or 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 ephemeral infrastructure, because yes. what you could do technically. You could uh, create a thin uh, Docker or uh, Docker container image, which refers, yeah. you know, to uh, always to the same to the same uh, JBank, how to call it, uh, URI, and make it just yeah. configurable. What's actually behind? So I have a static uh, JBank with the uh, base dependencies with Quarkus or whatever in the base layer, and then I specify yeah. the DC deployment config. What is actually the URI or which version is it? And then yep. on every launch, it will just download from 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 Git and build and launch itself, which uh, might sound yeah. might yeah. sound crazy. But if you think about something like you know serverless Lambda, I mean the first call, yep. I don't care, and then it's hot, and then it's somehow cached. There could be use yep. cases, so such crazy use cases. But, just yeah, but, yeah. And so, so the the one thing that uh, when I uh, show JBank to the our corpus people inside, their first thing when they saw it, they're like, "This is perfect for serverless." Because oh, okay, I, and the the this like a single a few functions or just a microservice, like get like the amount of like I had this when I did my last presentation. I had this slide that shows here's a typical Maven Gradle project, and I just strip out all the stuff you don't need, and and that's that's when you look at function like a Node.js function that they, yeah they have a package JSON and a, a single JS uh, file, mm -hmm. and off they go, and it's the same here with JBank. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't need a JSON file. I just have it in the source. So it's uh, yeah. No, th this is the thing. It's like when you when I started JBang, I suddenly all these crazy ideas pops into your head, and I I just literally what I spent the last twelve months on is just every little combination I could do. I try to make easy to do in JBang, mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, no, it, it's 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 definitely there. And uh, like other thing, do you know? Are you using Java agents? Uh, How like, is it called uh, Java Python. aliens? No, a, a, not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> ja, ja, Java agents, like uh, um, a little bit. Uh, Byteman, Jacoco, Jacoco, and uh, yeah, exactly right. So, so I've always felt that they are very powerful, and 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 I, but they are hard for some reason. They're hard to get to, and I well, part of that is because they it's hard to write them and hard to uh, build them. But I'm mean, hey, I can. Since I can have a dependency, I can have a source file, a dependency with GIVs, I can do the same thing for Java agents. So in JBang, I added two features. You can go have your jar, which could be anything, not just JBang. And I can just go JBang, Java agents, and then a name, which can be a GAV, a script, or anything else. So now it's, I can actually launch like a Byteman. I can add Byteman to any uh, app mm -hmm. without having Byteman installed on my machine. Because mm -hmm. it will just go and get the GAV. But the other cool thing is, I can write a Java agent in JBank scripts, like mm -hmm. a single .java file. Mm -hmm. And if you add, um, I forgot what it is now, but you add, you add, there's like a manifest line you have to add to a Java agent. Um, if you just add that line at, at the at the top, JBank will know, oh, this is a Java agent, and we will in the manifest, uh, the Java we generate, will be the right things. So now you can you can have a like. A little script that goes and in, uh, hook into all your class loads and whatever, and you just you iterate on it. There's no need to run Maven and Gradle and build that first, and then the other. You just do it all in place. Mm -hmm. um, and that one, yeah, I can see you. You kind of like, eh? <laughs> but that, like, you should try it out because then you can literally 
you can intercept anything you want in your Java. I'm just Java no, no. I uh, um, I uh, I had the problem. Jack Acquire get it completely with the Java agents. I mean, if you build a Java agent, you have to build the agent first. You're right. So you have uh, you have the jar. And then you have to install yeah. the Java agent. And to install the Java agent, uh, what you usually have to do is to put this in command line. And this is where the JBank yes. shines because you can build the script dependency first and then automatically create the shell script. And this is what you're talking about, right? So yes. this is a seamless yes. experience because to test the yeah. agent is a painful experience because I need two Maven projects and create somehow in the second one, the uh, Java uh, arcs to run the first one. So this is the, the problem, yes. right, I have. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you, here you can have the two things next to each other. Okay. Way. Okay. Then I got you. Then I got you. I, right? This is a perfect yes. for development. And I, yeah. I was in the situation because the Jacoco agent has actually a problem with Whitefly. And if you. Oh, uh, okay. And, uh, sorry. Was it Jacoco? I think so. Be they, had, they had in the early days. I think they fixed it now. But yeah. Uh, hopefully. Because uh, uh, yeah. what happened was uh, the, the order, the starting order was not right. So if I turn it on, it didn't work. And this was like trivial. And I wanted to fix it. Like, okay, but this is really painful because then I will you know exactly what they talk about. And um, yeah. okay. So, um, and um, actually it was nice. We wanted on, we are, ah, the problem was we wanted on OpenShift to have code coverage with Whitefly. And in order yes. to have the code coverage, you need the Jacoco exec file. And to do that, yeah. you have to stop the process or tell the agent stop or whatever. And if you did it with yeah. Whitefly, uh, that the, the agent had a problem, Whitefly had a problem, uh, you get nothing happened and there was an error. So this was years ago, but this yeah, was yeah, the problem. Yeah. So, okay, then I will, you know, build the agent and it was trivial to fix that, but the entire process yeah. was slow. And I would save yes. hours with JBank. This is true. This is why, why yeah. I know, thought about what you said, because yeah, now I yeah. got the problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's it's the same. This this is uh, the same as for example debugging. I don't. Do you remember how to run, like the command line to do debugging Java? Like you say no. I just use my IDE, right? But in... uh, uh, easier. What I usually do, I go to the uh, Whitefly start script, and that's exactly yeah, and copy the line. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. So I and this is the thing again. So in JBang, that is just like dash uh, slash slash deep like slash slash dash dash debug. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Whether you are doing one or the other, it's the same thing. And it will it will do the traditional uh, line, and it just works. I've done the same. So there's there's debug, there's the Java agent, there's um, uh, class data sharing. So this is one of the things early on people were like, can you start this fast enough? Um, and Java actually is fast to these days. But um, uh, so you can also, if you have a, a, a app, I, I can do native. So if you test as native, it will, if you have Graal, it will use that for, uh, so you have native install, you use that. Um, but I also did the CBS. So this is the class data sharing mm -hmm. thing where when you run, you can, it can take a dump of all the classes and use that for the second run. Mm -hmm. So that is built into JBang 2. Wow. So if you mm -hmm. have, which, but again, this, and these, so, yeah, I, I still think there are many, many, too, too many options for making Java run faster, but with JBang, at least, they are fairly easy to try out. So you can, maybe your app is better with CDS or native or, or whatever, you, you can try it. But also uh, Flight Recorder, like uh, enabling Java Flight Recorder mm -hmm. and have that as something set up. Again, it's a long command line and, and different options. Um, with JBang, you can take any uh, GAV and just go des, uh, des, des, JFR, and I, I've, Come up with what I think is a decent default, and then you have Java Flight Recorder enabled on your product, and you can get your profiling and that kind of thing. Uh, uh, another yeah. interesting use case, uh, two killer use cases for JBank. First one are uh, yeah. performance or stress tests. What I also could do, yes. I could uh, check out always the same app and run with different garbage collection or JVM settings. So I could, you know, have a script which launched the same app with different minus XMX and minus XMS on whatever garbage collector settings and output, you know, the the results, right? Yeah. So I have defined yes. a way for, this is, for instance, a huge time saver. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you can do that. And uh, there's like, um, one of my examples having JBang is the, what's it called, JMH? What's called now. Yeah, GMH, Java uh, Micro Benchmark Harness. This is the uh, performance stress test tool. Yeah, and I hadn't actually tried that before. I, I, I it came up in some conversation, and I actually, again, with JBang, I, I learned about GMH, and I'm like, oh, and I add a dependency, and you add the annotations, mm -hmm. and now I had a little, uh, I had a, a very quick test span. So uh, I was doing some YAML, YAML versus properties versus um, JSON uh, mm -hmm. parsing, 
and it was just so triple like, uh, like there's no maven there's no cradle to do this basic act of, of just testing mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah that, that's again i i you know i i, I wrote jbang so i'm biased but that that's the the whole power of jbang is like it just enables things that yes you can do that in these traditional ways but there's just like no barrier entry mm-hmm. uh into it so uh, no, one of, of my commercial projects, I will probably I think about using JBank. The problem I have is this is very restricted environment. So it is really hard to yeah. install anything on the machines. So this is a problem I have into projects. And I'm just yeah. thinking, you know, what we can agree on that I get access to web server or a Nexus, whatever, and I will store, you know, the entire dependencies I need and then use JBank to install everything locally. And yes. uh, and I already had, you know, sessions with the developers, and they also are not allowed to do a lot. And with that, uh, it could be actually easier, right? Yeah. No. And, and, uh, by the uh, way, uh, the next killer feature is to setting up, you know, the all the Maven proxies. This is usually uh, painful. You could do this. You mean what? What sense? Mirrors. Yes. So just be so right now, what Jevan does is it. I haven't gone into like configuration of Maven, pro- so I can. You can configure. Repositories, like if you want to use J Center or Maven yeah. Central or whatever, those you can do. Like and and by the way, those have also simplified. So you just go slash less uh, repos mm-hmm. uh, Red Hat. It'll, then it'll set up the Maven Res, uh, ones or Google. It's mm-hmm. going to set up the Google uh, repository. Um, but uh, you can also use your local ones. But the proxies, I right now at least, what Maven Jbang uh, does, it will use your local if you have an M2 settings. Mm-hmm. It will use that for proxy okay. settings and okay. um, what they called the security and that kind of thing. Okay, uh, what's uh, what's uh, the most common thing is most companies are using the local Nexus as a mirror, yes. and uh, this is the most yeah. important thing. The proxies are not what I meant is like you know the the Nexus proxy. This is what I meant, not the actual network proxy. And uh, yeah. if you could, could provide that, this is a huge added value already. Because you know, yeah. fiddling so, with the settings, usually developers have millions of you know profiles installed already, and they are never right. And for me, it's always yeah. painful to find you know like what they have to deactivate in, in order to make it work. And with that, yeah. it would be actually nice. Like, okay, we are using now this Nexus period. Yes. So yeah, I right now I haven't done it, but I can see we sh- we should probably do it. Uh, right, right now, it's it's mainly because Stringwrap. What it does, it is. Re- I'm relying on Stringwrap in this case. It's just. It goes and pick up the main two settings. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice if, if you can do it explicitly. Say like, just ignore the main two settings and just do this. And but, by the way, yeah. uh, what you can do with Maven very easily, you can say Maven minus S and use your different settings, right? So this would be a nice hack because then you can generate yes. a very simple, you know, this is what I do actually in these projects. I create very, very simple settings yeah. like a five liner with points to the Nexus. And then you can... Yeah. I, I probably yeah that would be actually that would be might be what I should try and just try and do just add the the commands like if you add these specific slash slash let's say repo proxy yeah. or mi- repo mirror when you do that you're basically saying ignore whatever yeah, you have exactly. in your home and then and then generate behind the scenes yes yeah. we, I I could see that happening yeah yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and if the, the if you already generated the file and you don't make it you know available then they could extend yeah. it whatever this would be also added value. Yes. Right. That's, but that's, that another one I actually got a few. Uh, right now, you have to have your settings in your uh, JBank file. Mm-hmm. And uh, an often requested fun is people are like, well, I have already a Maven product. Can you just use the Maven dependencies from there? Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't done it yet, but technically, we could just have a, if you add like slash that depths, a path to a POM XML, I could treat that as a source for dependencies. Um, but I haven't I haven't done it yet because it's slow. this is different things we are talking about, right? Well, yeah, no, no. I I I I agree. You're talking yeah. about settings. I'm talking dependency. I'm just yeah, both, both. this okay. kind of external. Okay, but it's a good point. What it means right now, you are ignoring POMs, so you are. Uh, yes. I have to to uh, to declare the POM settings in JBank. Yes. Uh, the the POM dependencies yeah. in JBank. Yes. Which is not a big deal yeah. because I don't have a lot of dependencies usually. Uh, yes. But instead of Quarkus. Bigger problem, right? Because you couldn't run Quarkus all extensions as JBank, right? This wouldn't fly because of no. So, so, but so again, the the, the it's JBank again because you the 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 area where you'll use it is tend to be small things. Yeah. Uh, you don't have that many dependencies. So yeah. You, any of our like you can just add the dependencies uh, extensions as dependencies. What what we are missing in JBank and is 
the biggest thing I need, to, I want to fix before it's like re, like a one oh, is support for bonds. Like, okay. hey, mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, specify the versions. I just want to get the versions from here and now I specify the specific. So that one is not there yet. Uh, what we do have is you can you can use pro, uh, um, properties. So mm-hmm. you can have like a main dependency that says you know dollar sign credit mm-hmm. prices some expression, mm-hmm. and and that way you can do it. But yeah, you're missing the full. Uh, what's it called? Import uh, in um, creators called a platform, and in in, in Maven it's called a import uh, import scoped bomb. Uh, build, palm. <laughs> build of material bomb <laughs> where, yes. where, where all the versions are defined, right? Is what I mean. Yes. Yeah. So that okay. that notion we don't have, but uh, as I said, that in most cases it's not a problem. But for once you start going into the full blown apps like a Quarkus app or even a Spring, we can use it for Spring apps too. Uh, then it'll be nice to have. And, okay. Um, so, so this was we talked now about your Christmas vacations and leisure. So, what do you do actually at work? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, well, I do uh, focus much on the Quarkus developer experience and tooling. Uh, uh-huh. So, uh, the, you know, dev mode and uh, I'm spending a lot of time on OpenShift at the moment mm-hmm. or Kubernetes, uh, making uh, Quarkus, uh, figuring out what what are the things you're missing there, uh, and make them happy. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm spending uh, time on figuring out how to get the, the CLI of Quarkus uh, out and, and, and about. So it's been there since one nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to get JBank to the state where you can actually use JBank to run that CLI. So that's probably what I'll do in this the next couple of days or weeks is to enable that. Okay, nice. Um, because so CLI the, uh, is missing, and uh, this is a pity because it's a, a nice thing to have. Because yeah, yeah. yeah so I, the, the the main the, the the first goal is I, the one thing I hate right now is for the way our guy says how to start Quarkus and with a Gradle is please install Maven first, generate a project, yeah. and then you have the Gradle. And I'm like, yeah. ah, so um, we have a CLI now. It, it can generate Maven and Gradle. And the idea is that it can also generate JBank projects. So okay. you will uh, do that. And then you have Quarkus create, it will create the project. And Quarkus build will do the build that is the right thing, whether it's Maven or Gradle or JBank. So, uh, so you're the right guy if you would like to talk about developer experience and command line and Quarkus and dev mode, right? Yes, that's 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 at least the the, the passion I've had this the last year. Very good. So we have to, <laughs> yeah. I, I, we will have to have to, to talk again about that uh, yeah. next month. I would say I would really well, appreciate. Sure. So we can definitely do that. So yeah, the 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 one the first thing I came back when I saw Quarkus was. I want to write. There's two things I want to do. I want to write um, uh, CLIs because uh, I feel I, that should be do- done, and operators, the Java mm-hmm. opera- operators that is in um, uh, Kubernetes. Mm-hmm. So those, those, that's another thing I'm, I'm starting at the moment is trying to get uh, people in Red Hat and people outside Red Hat to be going to try and make an operator SDK for Java. Yeah, but this is almost half there, right? Because the the Kubernetes client in Quarkus is there, so you can you can already hook yes. very easily to Kubernetes. Yes. And yeah. uh, and what you need is like a bit like tooling around the CRDs and all the stuff. So uh, exactly. This and is what I what I actually thought about. This is the what I said was a Docker, right? And static HTML pages is the first. But if you have that, you can actually use Java as as a as a language to extend Linux. Right. So and and, and yes. Kubernetes is nothing else than that. So you are well, actually building I, I, small I, tools. I can, I can hear some head explodes now, but yes, that's that's true. Yeah, I had that's actually true. the uh, I, he, the the name of the guy is Rollybot on Twitter. This is like uh, okay. he created the Cafe virtual machine, and he works ah, for Oracle. Yes. Um, I forgot his name. Yeah. Uh, no, he, Twitter. Yeah, the NetBeans guy. The, the, no, NetBeans. Yeah, uh, I... OpenJDK guy at Oracle was at, at least Rollybot. It is backwards. So uh, Rollybot, uh, we have to, to check it out. Um, yeah. But um, he was in charge of open source Java at Oracle uh, or Sun back then. And I say, what we have to do is, you no know, Java make the system language again on Linux. Because, I mean, <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll try and whatever. Uh, let's see whether yeah. I find the guy. What a sec. You know him yeah. for sure, but no, it, it's like with 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 the Graal VM and and uh, other experiments in, in in turning Java into to native. Yeah, there, there's some interesting things that happens that would be unheard of like a few years ago. Yeah, like like just in, in like there's a whole like since we came out with Quarkus last year, um, 
there's been this whole shift in the OpenShift group. OpenShift group was like, no, Java is heavy. It's yeah, it's important, etc. But it's not something we we, mm-hmm. we 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 are taking that seriously as to use as part of communities. But now it's like it's the it's just flipped. So uh, they're like, yeah, sure, let's enable Java uh, as much as we can. Yeah, so that, and, and what I really observe, because um, we have, uh, as I <laughs> Java background, obviously, but sometimes if I see, you know, the Kubernetes uh, tooling and all the YAMLs and whatever, this is worse yeah. what we had, you know, 15 years ago with Java, and we can do a lot better. And uh, and, sure. uh, and this is what, uh, what uh, it has to happen one point of time, because this is like fiddling with deployment descriptors uh, without XDocket right now. This is in the process we have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, that's so. That's another thing. I, I one of the things I do in the OpenShift one is that uh, Ionis and and Georges they've done an awesome job of the uh, this. We have these uh, extensions for Kubernetes, for OpenShift, for MiniShift that literally looks at the project, the Quarkus, doing build time, and then it generates the scriptures that is, you know, best suited for that. Yeah, um, I mean the, the Decorate project, right? Yes, it's ba- it's using the same principle as Decorate. Yes, this works actually. This uh, is the output is nice. So I was uh, yeah. uh, first uh, first saw that. So, okay, a little bit annoyed about the labels, uh, but the labels were actually best practices. Kubernetes, na- <laughs> so, okay, <Yes>. great. <laughs> so it is hard to remove anything from that, and it is a nice project and very pragmatic. Two dependencies, you can use it right, it's decorate without any. Uh, I mean, just single dependency, some annotations, and it generates in the you know standalone main project, Kubernetes YAML. Yes. And, and but so what we just gone we've gone a step further in Quarkus is we don't rely on the annotation processor, so it's faster and uh, easier to set up. And then we just add the like let's call it the Quarkus way of 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 how it, it does things, so it just fits into the whole ecosystem. Yeah. But yeah, Perfect. no, decorate on its own is also a nice product. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, sure. we will have to know to talk about that in January, I would say. We'll do. <laughs> because uh, if we, if we uh, now proceed with that, we will sp- spend another three hours just talking about that. It's way too interesting. And, um, yeah. and the last question, so uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> the uh, command line. Um, are you planning to have a hooks which could where I can pre-generate my project? Something like Maven Archetype without Maven Archetype? Yeah, no. So um, yes, so that right now I actually have like a JBank init uh, command and it actually has a, da- a slash a dash T a template name. And right now, those templates are, are built into JBank. Like mm-hmm. there's like a CLI, there's a, a Qt, a Quarkus CLI, there's Quarkus REST, and a few others. But um, when you remember this alias stuff I talked about, that alias stuff uh, can actually you can um, you can make catalogs of aliases. Mm-hmm. So for example, on Quarkus Dev, there's a JBank catalog uh, okay. repository. Okay. So if you go JBank CLI at Quarkus IO, mm-hmm. what JBank does behind the scenes is goes to Quark. Uh, the Quarkus Git repo gets the okay. catalog and okay. runs the command. So you can have one in your Adam Yen of, of mm-hmm. whatever your utilities and just mm-hmm. go Gbang, what was the thing you had? Uh, your Jekyll thing, Jekyll X at Adam Yen. And SPG, it will... exactly. But uh, this is not, yeah. not about me, about more about my clients. So what I'm interested in is, will yeah. be there a, a, how to call it, um, classic approved or whatever way, the Quarkus way to extend what the CLI generates? This, this is no. Yes. So yeah. So so right hand supported to, way. So let's say yes, let's put it yes, this way. So this the, is what I'm so this, the two two parts for JBang. Uh, what I'll do. What one of the things I want to do, and that's hopefully before the end of the year, is to make the template mix in there possible to refer to other pro, other people's GitHub repositories and go like, okay. hey, I want an example X from Adam Bien's example, whatever. Yeah. So you can uh, make those uh, extendable. For Quarkus, yes, we have this notion of codes. Uh, code starts that's been mm-hmm. there since 110 and that allows an extension to um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 what's it called to, to participate in the product uh, the project creation very good because so that means I only you, you need can... the minor things like you know renaming some classes packages which are uh, client specific and stuff like that yeah um, so we don't we, we are trying to not create a new forge or a new j hipster that kind of thing but just so I'll say to a certain extent we will have something, yeah. but this like if there's a specific use case, you know, try and open an issue and we, we can take it there. But uh, we do we do have a mechanism that you can extend, but it is within some limits, so with that we, yeah. we don't break stuff. But really. I mean, the the use case is obvious. So if you have, uh, let's say, you create a a, a start a quick starter template, 
So you know yes. the packages names have to be somehow client specific. So I don't like you know to push push air hacks com air hacks and they generate a project and there is com com air hacks in the yeah. package name. So I would like to have yeah. the com red hat or something in the package name, yeah. right? So. No, so so right now I think what we're doing is we we are if you you take the package and group ID so the group ID and artifact name as the base name yeah. for the package. So perfect. That, that one, yeah, this is, would be good enough cool. for me as a starter. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. So, so was, perfect. So yeah. uh. Cool. Where people can find you on the internet and well, I'm, on Twitter I'm Max Anderson uh, on GitHub and Facebook and all it's just Max Anderson. Yeah. And JBang is at jbang.dev, mm -hmm. and there is all the the thirteen ways to download and mm -hmm. the is up there. So Max and Anderson you implemented there. all the thirteen ways to download. Yeah. So the, the, yes. So this was actually another thing that uh, I uh, yeah I just started up with. Again, KScript has a, had a very big base setup of Brew Formula and SDK Man, and I just kind of copied their approach and then apply that to Scoop, Chocolaty, the whole thing. And mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, Andres Alam, I can't spin, say his names. Andres Alamare. Yeah, yeah, the groovy guy, right? Yeah, the groovy, yeah. So he 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 done he did the uh, Gradle plugin for JBang. Mm -hmm. By the way, there's there's made a Gradle plugin for JBang too, but. Um, and he actually saw I did that, and he's actually working on a project uh, of taking the approach I did in JBank to make that available for any kind of Java project. So uh, I'm looking so now yeah. on your commit history, and looks like Christmas you were hyperactive with the JBank. <laughs> then yes. Corona time, actually, March to May, almost nothing happened. And then in, in you had bad summer, so starting at June <laughs> to October, you're active again. So it's just like you hate summers. Yeah. And... Um, yeah. Yeah, and and you don't like you know springs and okay, yeah. but there are forty one contributors, not bad. And the second guy is Queen Tess. Yeah, Queen Tess. Ta Taco. Taco. Yeah. Okay, Taco. Taco. Yeah. Okay. So ta yeah, Taco done. He done, he was participating in a lot of the Salem projects. And he did a lot of the CLI stuff over there, and he's kind of adding some of the stuff from there to 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 the product. And even Bruno yeah, Borges contributed something, I guess, Yaml support, he, right? <laughs> that's true. He was actually, I think he was actually the first one who did something outside me. That was when I announced the first thing. He yeah. he's, uh, he said we should have some examples. So he ha he did a similar product for with Nasworn, like mm -hmm. a JavaScript kind of examples. And um, he, he so a bunch of the first JBang examples is actually come from Bruno. Like these, like uh, I forgot the noun. He had he had like seven different ways to write a HTTP server. Okay. With a main method. Okay. And uh, th those are in there in the as examples. So that was, that was some of the first thing that Bruno did. Yes. Okay, perfect. No, no, no YAML, but uh, no YAML. So we have to talk with him. Yeah. So huge yeah. uh, cloud native yeah. YAML yeah. engineer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Is, was yeah. fun. So I learned yeah. a lot. JBank. Um, yeah. Now I see yeah. clearly, you know, the added value because just for scripting yeah. for me, I, I don't care about the line. So it worked well for me. But you know, with all the yeah. ecosystem, it is now useful for my commercial projects, not only you know for my homework that's or whatever idea. I do with my servers. Yes, that's the idea. Cool. So. Perfect. Thank you. Cool. Thank you.